Good morning, and welcome to the Rock of Central Florida. I am so thankful that it doesn't matter where we are, wherever we are in the world, wherever we are in this state, whether we're in a living room or an office, it doesn't matter where we are, we can still worship together. We can lift our hands, and we can honor the Father, and we can bless Him and sing and rejoice and strike hands I'm so thankful for the technology that has allowed us to worship together already today. I'm also very excited about what's to come. We the church. In just a few minutes, you are going to hear from the voices of people in the Rock of Central Florida that are going to share with you and me what fluid worship looks like. What it looks like when we recognize that we are the church, not the building, 
but we are the church. And when we can accept that that is who we are, we take the church wherever we go. If I'm in a room, the church is in a room. If I'm in an office, the church is in an office. If I'm in my car, the church is in the car. And when we can accept that, that the Father has bestowed trust to you and me in such a way that He believed that we could be His temple, if we can accept that, we can change the environment that we are in, great or small. doesn't matter where we are. We can change it. I want to read to you this morning out of 1 Corinthians chapter 3. It says this, Do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's Spirit dwells in you? Do you not know that you are God's church and that His pneuma, His breath, His Spirit dwells in you? That's amazing. Doesn't matter where I'm at, the breath of God is in me. Doesn't matter where I go, whether I'm in my office, my living room, wherever I am watching, doesn't matter where I'm at, the purpose of God is effective and working to change the conditions around me. I love that. And I accept that promise. And I know that you, the people of the Rock of Central Florida, accept that promise as well. You know who you are. You know what the Father created you to be. And you are being that so incredibly well. You are a demonstration. Well, we're about to watch this morning voices of different families in the Rock of Central Florida that are going to share with you and me how they are the church and what fluid worship is to them. Watch, receive, be blessed uh, by the voices, by the people, by the testimonies and the demonstration of those who are a part of the Rock of Central Florida. While you're watching this morning, I want to remind you that it is very important uh, that we understand that we still worship, even if we're not in the building, it's still important for you and I to continue to worship Him in every area of our lives. We lift our hands, we lift our voices, we pray over one another, we speak over one another, we lay hands on one another, we speak life to one another, we bring our tithe, we bring our offering, our first and our best in every area of our lives. I encourage you today, be faithful. Don't use the lack of gathering as an opportunity to not demonstrate. Be faithful over every area. And I bless you today. I thank you for who you are. We're going to watch as the people of our house bring to us the church that they are. Hello, guys. This is the Church of Kim Parker coming at you live. Um, I am just so excited to be participating in this very special day. I know that as sons and daughters of Yahweh, we have been prepared for this time. We've been called to this time. And this did not catch our father off guard. He actually allowed these things to come into the earth. And I believe that. And so in that, I have been trying to find my footing, my place, my positioning. As I reflect on the past weeks and months 
that we have journeyed at the Rock of Central Florida, I saw a thread of faithfulness so evident in that we learned that we were to be positioned in Christ. We began to practice responding instead of reacting, responding as heaven responds, speaking what heaven is speaking. Even though it doesn't make sense, we began to practice these things till we became fluid. Um, we learned that Yahweh's resources are abundant, that there is never ending. There's never ending supply that's available to me and you. And that is not only to flow to us, but through us. And so during this time, to me, it's prime opportunity to become the answer, to become the hope, to become the, the way maker um, for others to follow us and to um, experience our God and the faithfulness that he has and that flows to and through us from him. I also know that he gave us clarity of vision, that he showed us that even though things might seem blurry up close, that if we would look by the spirit, that he will make all things very clear to us. And we will know this is the way, walk ye in it. And so each day, it's so exciting because we get to choose which way are we going to go? Which path do we choose? Goodness or goodness? And I can tell you, I am a faithful witness of the faithfulness of Yahweh through you as the body of Christ to the people that we serve here at the ELC. We have distributed toilet paper, paper towels, food, um, diapers, wipes, uh, Anything that has been a need that we were aware of, we have been able to meet that need. And I know that's from our fluid practice and also your faithfulness. Um, your tithe and offering keeps us open. So I want to honor the people of the Rock of Central Florida and thank you for your faithfulness to the house. Even though you might not be here Monday through Friday, uh, 6 to 6, serving children and families, you are. You have a, a stake in that. You have seed in the ground here. And um, I want to honor you for that. Thank you and let you know that your seed is producing much fruit. And many lives are being touched and ministered to um, at this time because of your faithfulness. And then I also know that he gave us the ability to respond through wisdom. Um, we engaged wisdom as a people and we learned her voice. And so we don't move too fast and we don't move too slow. Uh, but we, we engage wisdom and we flow with wisdom. So everything that we have need of um, is supplied in this time. And out of the abundance we come today as the Rock of Central Florida to give back to each other and to the earth. And so it is my honor, it is a privilege to be joined to such a mighty people. I honor my husband for his leadership um, in taking us step by step by the Spirit. Um, we have we have stayed the course and uh, we have definitely demonstrated to our community here in Central Florida that Yahweh is alive and well and that he is a mighty God, that his faithfulness is never ending and that we can walk in a peace that is beyond any understanding and, um, and that it will encompass us, envelop us. We can rest and we are not weary. We are strong and well able and we are called to this day. And it is a privilege and an honor to be joined to you. And I bless you. And from the, the church of Kim Parker today, I release peace and I release joy and declare that your cup overflows. Amen. Hello, everybody. My name is Jose Lozada. I wanted to talk about Yahweh's favors. Yahweh definitely favor us 
in ways that we don't know that is happening until it happens. So I want to tell you my story. Before this whole COVID-19 happened, I was working for a company that does uh, buses for the theme parks. And I was waiting for my next round to come up pick up my guests. I was sitting there because I was worried about my finances. The hours they were cut, so I wasn't getting paid the same amount of hours that I was getting paid before. And the company doesn't pay too well. It wasn't enough to support a family of six. And out of nowhere, one of my ex-co-workers texted me and asked me if I was working. I told him, yes, I was working. He gets a hold of me because uh, there's an opportunity for a sales position. And I've done sales positions for many years. He asked me how much I was making. I told him. So he's telling me about this job that pays a lot more. And some of the numbers he was giving me were kind of too good to be true. And he's like, listen, I'm not going to lie to you. I know you have a family and you want to make money. You know, consider it and apply. So he sends me the information. I thought about it and I consulted with my wife. I went ahead and applied. I got a interview for it. Now I was told that this interview, it was really tough. Not a lot of people in for a second interview. So I went to the interview. Of course I tell you to sit down in one of those uh, little chairs. And then after a while of waiting, they call me into the interview. So I go into the interview. And they always ask you that same question in every interview. What makes you so valuable to work at this company? It's because I'm awesome. I couldn't believe that I just said, because I'm awesome, but it worked somehow. I guess it was confidence. I guess it was just an honest truth. I got a second interview. I was able to pass that one too. After a couple of days, I get the call that I got the job. I was still on the fence about it though. I really was. So I wasn't too sure if I wanted to go to the new job or stay with this one. Now this is when uh, COVID-19 started coming over here. So I saw the writing in the wall. If they close the theme parks, I don't have a job. I went ahead and accepted my new position. At the time, I just basically did my one year anniversary with the bus company. I was eligible for vacation. I knew that this was gonna be a hard time, so I went ahead and went to the office and asked if I can have my vacation right away. Of course, they approved it. Sitting at my house, I get the dreaded email. We were getting unpaid leave. But I wasn't worried about it. Because Yahweh already had me going into a different position, a different direction. At the end of the day, I was fine. I don't have to worry about not working for a long time like the other bus drivers. I want to read from Psalms 84, verse 11. For the Lord, Yahweh, is a sun and shield. The Lord bestow favors and honors. No good thing does he withhold from you for those who walk upright. And I believe that. If you follow Yahweh, you honor him, he will honor you back. That's my story. Welcome to the Hawkman Churches.
hairy eye voice, I feel like I done something good. And when I feel like I done something good, I know I'm, when I grow up, I'm gonna be a great woman. Sometimes when I listen to Yowie's voice, I feel like I'm gonna achieve something. Achieve something from the heavenlies. Hello, my name is Ella, and I feel like every time I make a decision, Yahweh helps me to know which one to do, and I know Yahweh will help us through the coronavirus. Hello, my name's Ava, and I have an example of until. My parents have me work around the house and do chores so that when I reach an until, I can do all of that by myself when I'm older. Hi, I'm Kaylee. And I'm Matt. Um, and we have just been discussing and rehearsing and considering all of the things that um, Steve has been talking about. And for me personally, uh, one of the things Holy Spirit has brought back to my remembrance is that word on goodness. And I think especially in this time, in this season, where the world is completely freaking out and a lot of them are panicking, that if you have the Father's perspective, if you can see through His eyes, you can see that this is for us. And what I mean by that is I have an example. When Matt and I lived in another home, we lived in a home in Deltona for a lot of years, and uh, we always dreamed of being in a dream home one day, and it just didn't happen for a lot of years. Um, but we were faithful. And along came a little hurricane called Hurricane Matthew, and the world in our world, I should say that, in Florida, freaked out and panicked, uh, but we knew we were positioned correctly. And so what we did was what we always do. We trusted Yahweh. We were not afraid. As a matter of fact, uh, we were wise, but we were not scared. We had fun. <laughs> and what happened through that is uh, it destroyed our fence and it ruined our roof. <laughs> and because of that, the insurance completely paid for a new roof and a new fence, allowing us to sell that house for a value that was awesome and gave us seed money to purchase our dream home. And so when I'm looking at COVID-19 and the world uh, dealing with this virus, all I can see is his goodness, that he has positioned us as the Rock of Central Florida, as these individual churches to rise up, that this is a moment where he is calling kings into the land. And I really believe that he is displacing people in places of authority, even with a disease, so that people who are faithful and who will bring him glory are able to sit in that throne or on that throne and in that place. And so for me, it is making sure that my perspective is Yahweh's perspective because out of this, we, the Hoffmans, and I hope all of you are going to be propelled into something even greater. It will be not only for our good, but it is going to make us the head and not the tail. And I really, really believe that. Thank you. And uh, similarly, um, as uh, we've been discussing this and she reflected on that moment, I've been reflecting on more like the teaching in the house. Um, and I, really it goes back, um, you know, about three years when for me, when Steve started talking about, you know, no titles. And um, I just see such correlation from that word and so many that have come since that, that prepared us for a time like this. Um, and I'm just so thankful that he was obedient to give those words and, and, and share his revelation because I was actually speaking to him after Sunday and I said, you know, a lot of people, they want the credit for where their congregation is and he's not like that. He shares a revelation and hopes that you receive that revelation, but the onus is on you to receive it. 
and for you to walk it out. And our house has. We've received every revelation that he has put before us, and we've taken it into ourselves. And um, that's really made me in this time also think about the fivefold ministry and, um, and about moving out of that. And I say out of it, but not away from it as a whole. Um, that revelation, I think, is becoming new every, every day, every time that Yahweh's speaking to you. It shouldn't be this like we left it and it's gone. But, you know, in the Bible it says that it's built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets. And so Kaylee and I were talking, and, and in this situation, it made us think about some other ministries and some other things that uh, have been shared with us or we've seen on the news. And, um, and I'm thinking about these, these people that are holding on to something. And there's many people that hold on to that fivefold. But if you just hold on to a foundation, you have nothing. Mm -hmm. There's nothing that's protecting you. There's no covering at all. Mm -hmm. And so... When you come into a place, and I, I related it to construction, if I come into a, a, a construction project and there's a foundation, I don't need to know what the foundation is. I may need to know the type of foundation, but I don't need to know who built it, when it was built, mm -hmm. or anything like that. I can start to build from that thing and grow something without ever having to go back and rebuild that foundation. If I stay with a five-fold ministry and try to continue to preach that and preach that and hold on to it, then I'm just going to continually just be standing on a foundation mm -hmm. doing absolutely nothing. But if I will grab hold of the revelation of fivefold mm -hmm. and begin to move beyond that with whatever Yahweh is speaking to me, I can actually begin to build a work. And um, that's been like a newer revelation to me. I know we've been doing that, but I saw it in a different way. And I'm so excited to see, I, I know we're already building something. We're not like, it's not like we're about to, we already are. And it's in a sense now in this time has caused me to stand back and see like, well, we got some walls mm -hmm. and there's some more work that we can all do. And uh, I'm so excited to see the work that we do. We love you guys. We miss you in person, but we know that we are all together in spirit and we hope this just encourages you and allows you to see what Yahweh's seeing and be a part of what he's doing in this moment in time. It's a big deal, and yes. um, we don't take it lightly. So we love you guys. Love you. Hey, this is David, and I uh, just wanted to welcome you to my uh, treetop resort where I've been for the past three weeks. Uh, no, in all seriousness, I've been uh, quarantined or away from work for about three weeks now, and it's been fun. Um, but I do have a few things to be thankful for, um, and I think that's the important thing for us right now, is to remember what we are thankful for. Um, with everything, I don't have to worry about a job to go back to. I don't have to worry about um, you know money coming in. Uh, Liz is still working. I still have uh, paychecks coming in. Uh, thankfully, they are taking care of me. Um, but you know, without being where Yahweh wants us to be, you know, it could be. Uh, more stressful and uh, not knowing where we stand um, is the hard part so I just want to send out some encouragement and uh, to remember you know always be thankful of where you're at um, what, what you can learn from it um, but yeah miss you guys and uh, it'll be several weeks till I'm there since uh, we are in Osceola County down here in Kissimmee um, but I do have these lovely treetops um, 
and I uh, can look down on all the other people that are uh, staying at home too. So, miss you guys, and uh, I will see you when I see you. It's day two of quarantine. I just had to explain to my daughter that when I was a kid, if I missed a show, I missed it. Like forever. It's day seven of quarantine, and I just traded hand sanitizer for a diamond. Did you order DoorDash? Social distancing. No, but seriously. Um, what I'm about to share is short and simple, and it's this. Um, don't find yourself being fake Tim in quarantine just then. You have found time, which is something that will probably never happen again to you, especially not found time that you can plan for, and knowing what you have ahead of you, what are you going to do with it? The thing about time is it's a currency that you spend whether you want to or not. You just get to choose what you spend it on. So that is what I'm going to challenge you with, and I'm going to say, what are you spending your time on? What are you going to do with the weeks that you have left this year? Because you just got a stimulus package. You have more time than you did. What are you going to do with it? I challenge you not to take this time and use it on something that won't yield a return. Don't let your mind just be occupied. Have intent with your attention. Build yourself a schedule. Do not aimlessly spend without a budget. And finally... What is that thing that you never have time to do, but have always wanted to? Learn a skill. Practice an ability. Find a new part of your purpose. Do you want to learn to dance? Do you want to learn to cook? Do you want to learn to write? Go to YouTube. There are so many free classes on everything. Find an incredible website. But just start learning. More than ever, there are almost infinite resources online many of them free or very cheap that will teach you whatever you want to know. So that's it. How are you going to spend this stimulus package of time? TK out. It's day 12 of quarantine. It's getting tougher to share the internet with everyone in the whole neighborhood at the same time. Like, just log off. Don't let it play in the background while you're cleaning. I'm actually watching it. It's it's simple. Hello, Rock family. Welcome from the Bosch Lowry house. We have some music prepared, and Stephanie would like to share something. And only Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> um... Well, I was thinking about all that's going on this year and that it's 2020 and that when the year started, I remember thinking that 2020 relates to perfect vision. And I thought how we would be able to have greater sight from what's behind us and what's ahead of us. And it's a really interesting thing um, with this pandemic that 
that is what's bringing that clarity. And um, even though we are apart physically, I think there's such a great opportunity now for us to still find unity. And I think that that is a reflection of our relationship with the Father, that there are times when it's tangible and there are times that it's faith. And um, this is a, an age and a day and time that we can experience that as a body um, in a new way. And um, so we put together this little song. Um, it's really just about rejoicing and celebrating in the day that Yahweh has made. And it is a good day. And for us personally, it's been a really interesting week with highs and lows and looking for his goodness um, has been really important and uh, it always is but this week just had some of our some of our greatest dreams feel like they are closer than ever and they truly are and then there are other things that have happened that have been difficult and are still unresolved but over and over I just keep saying that Yahweh you are sovereign and um, Seth said recently that in the midst of all this Yahweh has a plan and he is not haphazard and over and over, I think about that, about his goodness and how he is sovereign. And he really, <laughs> he knows what he's doing. And um, I have faith and I, I think it's a great time for us to just join together and demonstrate that with authenticity. So um, this is the day and age that we were sent into. It is no mistake. This is what we said yes to. So I hope that you enjoy this little song. Um, to rejoice, because I know that's a key at all times to rejoice.
We love you guys. Good evening, Rock family. It's so good to be with you tonight. I'm going to be singing, well, we all are going to be singing a song that I wrote uh, probably in the early 90s. It was when Gaston and I were children's churchmen, um, ministers helping out with children's church, and the kids had to learn memory verses. And so memory verses would be helpful, I thought, if we put it to music. So we're going to sing a song that's called Count It All Joy. It's found in James chapter 1, verses 2 through 5, and it's the New King James Version. Go ahead, Amos. Count, 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 count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Knowing this, that the testing of your faith produces patience, so let patience have its perfect work that you situation, but because of the fact that we have a vision, a God-given vision, such like Joseph had. You know the story of Joseph. He had dreams, he had vision, and he was disliked for it. He was disliked by his brothers, and as a result, he got thrown into the pit, he got sold into to Potiphar, and he went into Egypt. And in Egypt, he was able to overcome the things that he had suffered. Could you imagine being sold by your relatives and being disliked, being banished, basically? But he was able to overcome that. He, you see, your gift, the gift that you have, the gift that we have, will always make room for us. And if the gift coupled with our vision will continue to sustain us. One of the things that, that I continue to read in this story about, about Joseph, in every situation, it talks about, but God was with him. God was with him. If we look in Acts 7 and 8, you, and there's a portion of that scripture that says, but God was with him. And then, then above his, his, his trials, 
he rises up to this position where he is in Potiphar's house. And then Potiphar's wife wants to tempt him. But the beautiful thing about it, his vision, his vision, he always, always standing on that vision, that God-given vision. And when I look at what his response to Potiphar's wife in Genesis 39, 8, he says, <clears throat> this is to, towards her advances, but he refused. Look, he said, with, my, with me here, my master does not concern himself with anything in his house. And he has entrusted everything he owns to my care. Our master, our God has entrusted us. And he doesn't want to be concerned about every, every and anything because he has entrusted us. So, no one in the house at that time was above him. But anyway, he was tempted. And as a result, he overcame. He threw it all. Threw it all. So, the thing about Joseph that I, I most like about Joseph, and this is, I have to shorten this now, I have to come bring it to, to a, a conclusion here. The point is that Joseph had a God-given vision. And with that vision, there's opposition. And you're clothed in your coat of many colors. You're clothed with the spirit of Yahweh. You're clothed with, you're clothed with just that, 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 that essence of Yahweh. But you're not moved by the difficulties. You may cry out like Joseph did, wondering why these things were happening. But your vision, your eyes were fixed. Your eyes were on the prize. And because of your gift, it was recognized that everything is entrusted to, to us. Then, then Yeshua will come and says, you know, such I have now, I give to you. Amen. I give to you. So we at the Rock of Central Florida, we are not made by the difficulties that we encounter. The times that we are going through now, we are not made by this. We are made by our vision that is in deep and indwelling within us. We are able to stand. We are able to stick it out and to bring it to fruition. One last thing I want to say, fruition. There is, the, the definition of fruition is a point which a plan or project is realized. But there's a literary version, if I'm saying that correctly. It says, it's the, the state or action of producing fruit. And that's what we are doing as a body, as an individual church. We are able, because of our vision that's embedded in us, we are able to produce fruit and make our Father proud. Amen? Amen. Ooh. All right. Hello. I bring to you the Church of Genevieve, and um, I just wanted to bring up something that Mom said in reference to what Dad was speaking about. 
about the coat of many colors and that made her think of the seven spirits of Yahweh, which we have, which is a gift to us. The spirit of the Lord, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of might, the spirit of knowledge, and the spirit of the fear of the Lord. So that was a great um, reference point to Joseph. But I wanted to speak to you about something I, I had a conversation with Tim Darnell um, at one of the, at the end of um, one of our services, and he was asking me about Africa and if it would be postponed and whatnot, and I said yes, and he made a comment that um, made it personal, something that I had spoken about, and he said Yahweh knew this was going to happen as you've been preparing for this trip. And this moment does not take you, does not take him by surprise. And when I've said that in the past, it's been mostly about things out there and not to me. And when he said that, I've been taking that for myself, you know, in moments where I get worried and how should I do this? How should I do that? I say, Yahweh knew this day was coming. Yahweh knew this moment was coming. And he has given me the ability to maneuver through that. And I've been reciting that as I've been working in the midst of this, you know, pandemic. Um, people who are very fearful and very scared and very troubled. I've been reciting to myself, Yahweh knew this moment was going to happen. And Yahweh deemed me appropriate to be here in this moment. So what in me does Yahweh want me to expose in this moment, in this time? So my question to you is to not ask why me, but to ask why has Yahweh given me this moment and this time? What can I bring forth? And that is what I wanted to share with you today. Um, we are blessed. We have wisdom. We have understanding. We have the Holy Spirit. We have angels. We have everything we need to maneuver through this time and to continue to edify and glorify Yahweh and to ever increase the kingdom. Love you. Bye. Worship is what, kind of like what Yahweh is telling you what to do. Either if you like it or if it's not really your thing. But have conversations with him, interact with him, leave room for him. And you'll be good. Worship means that Yahweh is the most important thing. Worship to me is loving Yahweh or something. Like our heart and our brain and brain and we love Yahweh so much. Okay, thank you. Uh, Worship likes Yahweh. <laughs> worship is obedience to Yahweh. Um, you can worship him in many ways. It can be singing, it could be dancing, it could be paying your tithe. Worship is a lot of different things. It's obedience in your everyday life. Being obedient to what you believe he's telling you to do. That's worship. Yahweh has um, put something specific in my heart during this time, I feel like he has told me to be present, to make make a special time, not only for him every day, but to spend time with my children and my family. 
um, to spend quality time with them and be and be present, not just in like the everyday things like doing homeschool or um, taking care of them, like cooking them dinner and breakfast and lunch and all that, um, but to, to set aside special time with them and be present with them. And I guess, you know, everybody right now, it's easy to get sucked up in, uh, in your phone and look at your phone all day and what's, go what's happening now with the coronavirus or, you know, what's going on in the world. Um, it's easy to get sucked up in that, but I feel like it is time to be present in what is going on in our personal environments. And that is me being obedient to that is worship to the Father. So worship is everything. Worship is your entire life. It's not just singing a few songs on Sunday uh, and you're good for the rest of the week. It's everything you do. Um, with this whole uh, COVID-19 situation, um, Yahweh's been showing me some things. And one of those things, uh, I was actually skimming online uh, today and I saw an article that said, it's like the virus knows your weaknesses. And I actually got some joy from that. And here's why. Um, there are a lot of people that are really scared right now. Um, there's a lot of people that, you know, don't know what to do, don't have any direction. And it struck me that it said, it's like the virus knows your weaknesses. And I think it's a awesome thing that there is a situation right now, you know, that may bring light to people's weaknesses. Um, you know, the person that's afraid, uh, you may not know they have fear until there's a crisis. Then that fear comes to the surface. Um, you know, the person that uh, deals with anger, you know, you may not know until there's a crisis. So use this situation. And my encouragement to, you know, to the Rock family would be let this situation expose some of your weaknesses. Let them come to the surface and places in your life where you can shore up and you can make better. Um, you know, if you're, if you're someone that deals with fear, let that fear come to the surface and then deal with, it. you know, Yahweh's in control and Yahweh, um, you know, knows that nothing took him by surprise. So I would just encourage, you know, everyone uh, who's watching just to, you know, let this situation Maybe expose some of the things in your life that need to be shored up, that need to be strengthened. Uh, love everybody. And uh, from the Darnell family, you know, we, we love everybody at The Rock, and uh, we're going to be good. We're all going to make it through this. All right, love you guys. Hey, everyone. My name's Liz Ely, for those that don't know me. Um, and I just wanted to um, talk to you about um, kind of some stuff that uh, Yale has been talking to me about in the last couple weeks uh, through this whole coronavirus thing. And um, part of that is just how I um, bring life, hope, uh, peace, and truth um, to those around me that um, don't know him. So my immediate impact would be those that I work with on a daily basis. Um, they have such fear, uh, fear for their, their families, fear for their uh, themselves fear that um, things are gonna fall apart and crash and um, I really have been 
um, pressed to um, be not only in my words, an example of hope and truth and life, um, but also in my demeanor, in how I present myself, um, that I don't get sucked into um, everything that they're talking about and their fear, because that's very easy to do. Um, it's very easy to get kind of drawn into that and um, agree with them and um, forget that Yahweh has given us hope. And so I'm being encouraged in my daily uh, walk to do that, um, to present myself in a demeanor um, and a posture that is um, just happy to be there and full of joy, full of life, and full of hope. And um, I'm really feeling like that needs to go beyond once all of this clears and it's done and it's um, over with that um, we continue on in that as well. So uh, that's my encouragement to you. Bring hope, life, and truth to those around you. Hi guys, Mahalo Riley. Um, I've just come to share with you what Holy Spirit has been speaking to me about this week from the Church of Mahalo Riley. And I am thankful for this opportunity. Thank you, Steve, uh, for charging us with this task. And I don't even like calling it a task because it's such a great opportunity for um, us to express what Holy Spirit has been revealing to us and for everyone to hear um, from everyone else's church. And I love that. We've been preparing for this for so long and I love that we get the opportunity to do it here for such a time as this. And, um, you know, I think that we have really been given a unique opportunity to be the light. And Kaylee posted about this today, actually, um, in the Rock Living Room page. Today's Tuesday, by the way. <laughs> um, but it was confirmation that this is what I was supposed to share uh, with you guys. And I just wrote down a few things because I want to make sure I stay on track. But um, I... You know, I wrote down that we have a unique opportunity right now to be the light to a lot of people who would usually just bypass us. A lot of people wouldn't even acknowledge Yahweh two months ago, and now they're acknowledging that there is a God saying, have faith over fear. Where are you putting your faith? You're putting it in God. So it's just, it's so exciting to me because we have been given, um, you know, the whole world to show them what the kingdom really looks like. And Yahweh's trying to get the attention of people. And we get to be the example of who he is. And, um, you know, a lot of people are looking to the churches that we know are, it, it's us, um, for hope. And too many people are letting them down. And I think that this is so great that we get to do this. Um, I cannot wait to see the outcome of it, but I believe it is important that we seize this opportunity because it's not going to come exactly like this again. It's going to look completely different. And I think right now in this season, um, it, oh man, it's, it's good. And you know, the fact that we are set apart because we're not afraid. We're not like everybody else. Um, we, 
are taking on this completely different. I don't know of anybody else that's doing this. I haven't seen it. Maybe there are, maybe there are, but I think we are at the forefront of this. We are the forerunners and it's because we know how to make the way, um, because we are the way. And, um, that is only because Yahweh lives inside us, but, um, we're really a statement that Holy Spirit gave me is that we are set setting the precedent for our children for our children's children, for their children, I mean, generations to come are going to be talking about this time in history. And that is so unique um, that we get to live in this time where we are living in a part of history that's going to be talked about for generations to come. And it just reminded me of who we are. We're John 21, 26. And I had to look back to see what John 21, 25 said, but it just said there are also many other things that Yeshua did, which if they were to be written, each one, I suppose even the world would be insufficient for the books that would be written. So if we're John 21, 26, we are writing those books. Like this time that we're in, we are making the next scripture per se um, of, you know, like we're shaping it, we're writing it. And um, that's because Yahweh is a living God. He's continuously doing works. And because he lives inside us, we are doing that. And we don't have to be constantly quoting scripture, uh, being these Bible thumpers that to show people who our father is, who we serve, who we glorify, who we honor. Uh, we simply lead by example every day with our everyday life. It could be the most minute thing and our response, our actions, how we demonstrate is a reflection of the father. And we have been given that, um, you know, it's such a weight, but it's a good weight. Uh, not many people are called to this place, and I'm honored to be among those that are. And he has really been, I've been hearing this first over and over in my head, but it's Matthew 5, 16, that it says, Let your light so shine before men that, may, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. And... You know, before when I would hear this scripture, I just, I had such a religious, um, not me personally, but I was so tired of hearing it used religiously that, I don't know, it was just almost like I dismissed it. That's really bad to say, but... I just, so many different things have been perverted by religion and it just, you know... I haven't had an ear for it until now. Um, Yahweh has really been fine-tuning my hearing um, to hear things differently. Um, and in that, I kept seeing over and over again, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. And it just stuck stood out to me that it's not talking about Yahweh's good works. It's talking about your good works, like your good works and your good works are going to glorify the father in heaven. And because of your good works, those are going to be the books that are written your life though. Like 
all the books you couldn't even fill them in the world because that's how many people there are to continue writing those books and um you know i wrote here that we are that connection point that joins heaven and earth we are nobody else could do it i mean you could do it if you wanted to but we have been called to do that and we have that opportunity to always shine in our daily life that is a straight reflection of who Yahweh is. And it may be simple to some, but it may be a light bulb moment for others. So we can't ever discount our opportunity to be a proper kingdom representation and demonstrate who Yahweh is, who he is in us, what he has done for us, what he's continuously doing, because just because we're so far past it. Um, We should always, that should always be right there at the forefront of our mind because, like I said, just because we're so far past it doesn't mean the person standing beside you doesn't need to hear um, or doesn't need to see. And um, it might be their come-to-Jesus moment, their revelation moment, um, just by hearing you and seeing you. So I just want to encourage you, um, you know, to be the light. Really, uh, we, this particular moment in time is not going to come around again with how it looks like right now. And I am so thankful that I get to be a part of this moment in history because it's not, this will never be the same again. And it's just a really exciting time because we have the opportunity, I say it over and over again, but really we do, it's the opportunity to glorify our Father um, and bring glory to His name just by our daily living, our daily demonstration, how we're handling, um, you know, these circumstances that are around us. So I love you guys. Thank you so much. Um, And I can't wait to hear from your church. I am so blessed by what the people of the Rock of Central Florida have brought today. It is incredible. What a demonstration of how Yahweh God works in the lives of a people who put their faith and their confidence in Him. He is an amazing God and He is doing amazing things. And that was so well demonstrated in every single video that you saw today. I encourage you, wherever you are, Stay the course. Don't be moved by what's around you. There's a storm around us, but don't let it get in you. Smile. Be kind. Be friendly to those that are around you. Uh, be willing to help. If you have extra food, if you have extra toilet paper, if you have extra whatever, be willing to give that to someone else. Pour out of yourself. Demonstrate. And then when you do, make sure you let them know, hey, we go to the rock. And I can tell you that you matter to us. And I love you, Rock of Central Florida. All of you that are watching from wherever you're watching today, I love you. I'm thankful for you. And Father, I lift my voice over every single family that's watching today. And I give thanks today that they are a faithful people. Their confidence is in you. They trust in you. They are not wavering. We are not a shaken people. We are a confident people. And I'm thankful today that your pneuma, your Holy Spirit, is alive and active in every single one of us to demonstrate that you are still God. And it doesn't matter 
what circumstances are going on around us, you are still God and you will always be God. None of this has caught you by surprise. Father, I bless our people today. We lift our hands and our voices, Father, and we honor you. As we go forth in this week, help us to continue to be a demonstration. While we're honoring the stay-at-home order, help us, Father, to be creative and to allow you to do a work in us and show us ways we can develop and grow and change and become more mature in you and more helpful to one another. We honor you and I honor this people. Father, be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. Love you. Bless you. Have an amazing week. Ava and um, I have an example for until stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. Hello, my name's Ava and I have an example of until my parents had me do chores and work around the house so that. <laughs> Sometimes I hear Yali's voice and when I listen to that voice, I feel like I done something good, and when I. I feel like I've done something good. I feel like I'll... Who said thank you guys for this world? Hey everyone, this is uh, Kaylee and... You said my name last I time, so... <laughs> hey everybody, this is Kaylee and Matt. And um... <laughs> I don't know what you're gonna say. Watermelon. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> it's awkward when you record. Okay, hey everybody. Oh, I didn't realize.